0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe.
1: All righty, welcome to another edition of After Hours with Defoe and Luby. No Defoe, just Luby here on the Believe Podcast Network. We've been talking to this gentleman for a long time. We we joke because we do sports talk show, but we talk minimal sports. We don't break it down like a lot of the sports talk shows do, except for... We have this gentleman on because he is Mr. Pro Football Outsiders. He actually literally created, invented DVOA, which is like as big as it comes to when it comes to stats. You see him on ESPN Plus doing NFL analysis. And he also votes on the AP, the All-Pro, and MVP. And comes with us at least twice a year when he can fit us in. The one and only Aaron Schatz joins us here on After Hours with DeFundLuby. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, the one and only Aaron Shots. How you doing, man?
0: Hi, good, whatever time you're listening to this. Hi, I'm doing well.
1: (laughs) So uh, what's great about Aaron is he's Mr. Stats, but he's also fun, as you can tell. And we've been talking to him for actually a long time on our shows. And when we really want to actually get into actual analysis, I know it's rare for us here with DFO and Luby, uh, we go to him. All right, so getting into the big game, the Super Bowl, LVI 56 in L.A. uh, First of all, okay, so I'll go right to with the thing that everyone's talking about, uh, the Defensive line of the Rams versus the offensive line of the Bengals. And yes, that is a massive, when one's ranked 31 and one's ranked 1 when it comes to rushing the passer or blocking those rushing the passer, it makes sense to go there. But also we have uh, sort of recency bias because we watched the Super Bowl last year where an offensive line was massively beleaguered because of injuries in the Chiefs, and a defensive line, which was playing out of its mind in the Bucs, met, and we saw it unfold in front of us, where Patrick Mahomes, Mr. Houdini, couldn't Houdini himself, and they lost Super Bowl 55, the Chiefs, heavily favored. Where are you with the Super Bowl when it comes to that? Is that where your primary focus is? Do you go elsewhere? Because it seems like everyone in the media, that's all they want to talk about.
0: I mean, I think that is a primary focus. Uh, the Cincinnati offensive line is not injured. They're just back. Um, <laughs> and there's no question, listen, both of these quarterbacks excel against the blitz. So you want to bring pass pressure with just four pass. And the Rams are going to be much better than the Bengals
1: are. We're all in agreement. That's why you're <laughs> I'm winning. Is there more? No, there's not more. It was pretty simple <laughs> to answer. Um, what okay, then what can the Bengals do when it when it comes to that? Because in my mind then, why are we watching? <laughs> if we know the Rams are just gonna annihilate the Bengals and the Bengals can't block the Rams defensive line, and the Rams offense is doing pretty well and the Bengals defense is solid but not great, you think it should be pretty one sided. However, what we've learned in our world In doing this, when the media is all in on one side, it's sort of scary from a gambling standpoint. So as a guy who covers the game, knows the game when it comes in and out of the numbers, what would you look for the Bengals to do to try and save Joe Burrow and not have a repeat performance as they had versus the Titans?
0: Well, they're going to use a lot of the quick game. They're going to get the ball out quick. They're going to go empty backfield a lot. Now, the Rams did have a strong defense against empty backfields. But the Bengals go empty backfield more than any team in the NFL, except, ta-da, the Rams. <laughs> uh, the other thing is the Rams have a real weakness in the center of their defense, right in the short middle part of the field. Okay. And the Bengals are very good at picking on that part of the field. So I would look for slot receiver Tyler Boyd mm-hmm. to play a big role in this game in the short middle, probably matched up against linebacker Troy Reader.
1: All right, we're talking with Aaron Schatz. Uh, Follow him, hit him up on Twitter at F-A-F-O underscore A Schatz, S-H-A-T-Z. Mr. Football Outsiders, he created DVOA, which is something you've heard definitely when you watch anything football. ESPN Plus, NFL Analyst. Okay, you brought it up, you're by the numbers, we're... Big into gambling, as you've probably learned over the decade plus. We've been doing stuff with you, and there's no better day to be a degenerate gambler than the Super Bowl, as you have every prop bet known to man. So you brought up Tyler Board. Tyler Boyd, the one guy everyone looks at when it comes to the Bengals is Jamar Chase. I think his yards is like... Under is like 80 or less. Uh, let me throw some guys at you, and you tell me if you think they're going to go over or under what we've seen. Right now, they have like Joe Mixon, I think is like around 60-something yards. If you were a gambling man, looking at the numbers, would you go over or under Joe Mixon to eclipse, let's say, 65 yards?
0: I would stay away from that. <laughs> I would go, I would go with the Joe Mixon receiving nice. over okay. instead. OK, because the Rams are not so great against running back as receivers, in particular, screen passes. And when Burrow is under pressure, he's going to need to get the ball out to somebody who's close to him. And that means Joe Mixon. Well,
1: and let me ask you about Chase then, because a lot of people, the Rams have a good rush defense, as you just alluded to. They may not be good in the past, but they're good at stopping the running back at running. Uh, so you would think the receivers are going to be keyed in on if you're the Bengals. But, again, Chase's number is pretty low. What would you do with Chase in this game? Like, what are you expecting from him? I know you think Boyd should have a big day because he's the one that the Rams would normally struggle with. What would you do with Chase?
0: Yeah, I'd go over on Chase. The Slim, I would I would really rather not bet that one. I would rather bet Boyd, okay, Nixon, and then the Burrow over. Because okay. if... This game goes as I expect, which is Rams take an early lead. Bengals try to chase them for the rest of the game. There's going to be a lot of passing from the Bengals. So even though the Rams have a strong pass defense, I think that Burrow will get a lot of yardage.
1: And what do you do from the Rams standpoint? Because it's funny, Stafford, the last game, tried to give it away at the end with that almost interception to Tart, But other than that, he hasn't really Stafforded. <laughs> like, a lot of us who know the game, Matt Stafford tends to, late in games, sort of do some interesting things. He hasn't done that on this run, even when the Rams were trying to give it away versus the Bucks, It wasn't Stafford. He was the one guy that was sort of the calming presence. What do you do with Stafford in this game? I mean, I think,
0: you know, as far as betting props, yeah. I think Stafford's prop is about right. I don't know if I would really go, you know, put some money on an over or an under with Stafford. Okay. Um, I'll tell you one fun thing yeah. Stafford seems to keep going over his rushing prop. Mm. I think it's five and a half yards. Wow. Like, I wouldn't be shocked if he goes over
1: that. All right. Last couple of things here with the one and only Aaron Schatz from Football Outsiders, again, at F O underscore A Schatz, A S C H. ATZ, and again, you can catch him not only there on Football outside but also ESPN Plus as an NFL analyst, staying with this game, and um, we'll probably move on maybe a little bit to some other things when it comes to draft or whatever, but um, when it comes to McVay, <laughs> we know he can choke a little, right? Well. Us on our show, we've been talking about this prop bet. He also is a guy that likes to call timeouts early in games for some weird reason. Um, there's a prop that I guess you can put 115 down to win 100 on McVay calling the first timeout. What would you do with something like that? Because to me, supposedly, I guess he's called the first timeout in games nine games in a row. Um, but That's a hilarious prop. Isn't that an interesting one? Isn't that an interesting one? I would one? go with it. Yep.
0: yep. I would go with it. That's he good. loves to call timeouts in the first half.
1: That's funny. All right, we have, we got Aaron Schatz agreeing with one of our ridiculous props. All right, that's good to know. I think everyone has to go in on that. All right, let me move um, to... I know you probably haven't gotten into the draft too much. I'm just interested because you guys are really great when it comes to quarterbacks. And <laughs> this is a draft that seems very weird when it comes to quarterbacks because there's a lot of guys... As recent as the Senior Bowl, uh, a scout said he didn't see one quarterback that was going to be a starting quarterback in the league. I know you're probably early in your draft stuff, you guys do really good stuff. I'm just curious, and we won't go too in on it, but as a guy that I love to talk to when it comes to the quarterbacks, especially in the draft, what do you see with these quarterbacks? Is there anyone that can actually not even be a top – you're going to get guys in the top 10, top 15. It's going to happen. Corral and Pickett may sneak sneak in there and Willis. But as a guy who breaks down the numbers and then uses it for future growth, what would you – we talk about future, we talk about gambling – who one or more do you see being a legitimate starter? Let's say in the NFL of this class,
0: I who knows? I don't know. I apologize. I haven't done a lot of work okay. on the draft yet. Okay, I haven't okay. done any numbers on these on these uh, quarterbacks. Okay. I mean, you know, will one or two of them emerge as a solid NFL starter? Yeah. Probably. Um, do we know who that's going to be? No, it's not a very good class of quarterbacks. I think the guy who sort of become quarterback one in a lot of people's minds is Malik Willis because he has the highest upside. Like he also has a pretty high downside, but like if what you want is that small chance that a guy develops his game and turns into what Josh Allen has turned into Malik Willis is your best bet. Just be aware that he's better than even odds, but he's not going to do that.
1: <laughs> and the last, last couple of things here as we are out of South Florida with Aaron shots. Um, and Talk about analytics, talk about young gurus, as Aaron Schatz is himself when it comes to numbers. Mike McDaniel is a name that not many of us knew until the last two or three months, but the people around the NFL seem to know him really well. (laughs) They've spoken very highly of him, and in some way is the Shanahan McVay tree that's sort of done well when it comes to the NFL in the last few years. As a guy who watches the numbers, a guy who gets down deep, McDaniel, when it comes to run game, is... Supposedly a savant, and we've heard some other things about him with this year as his first year as offense coordinator with the Niners. What are your thoughts on McDaniel as a hire for the Dolphins and his prospects as succeeding as the Miami Dolphins head coach from an offensive standpoint where they've struggled for like, what is it, 25 years?
0: Great. He's a savant at the less important part of the offense. That's fabulous. Um, (laughs) uh, Listen, these guys from the Shanahan tree have had some success and i think that that's positive and he can talk about running all he wants yeah. but what the is have to do with passing game and getting guys open and creating yards after the catch but a lot of the things he's said to the press since he's been hired are not really that exciting they really show a surprisingly old school mindset I'm obsessed with the running game that's obsessed with time of possession rather than what the NFL is about now, which is being aggressive and passing the ball and stopping the pass. So, I mean, I'm honestly not encouraged by what <laughs> we've heard from him or, you know, in his first few days.
1: <laughs> we love Aaron. He's honest. He made me sad, but he's honest. Aaron shots, follow him, hit him up. He's great on Twitter at F O underscore a shots. And again, always on football outsiders and ESPN plus as an NFL analyst Aaron, appreciate your time, man. Thank you so much. And look forward to talking to you again soon when we get closer to the draft and you've done your numbers. All right. Thanks for having me on the show. Thanks Aaron. That is Aaron shots. I think he's done uh, a lot of stuff with, Dan Levitard, so you probably heard him nationally. Um, we've had him on for years. He is a very by the books guy, but he actually has a good sense of humor too. He is fun. I love that <laughs> throughout that ridiculous prop about the timeouts, and he was excited. He laughed at it, which it's hard to get him to laugh. Uh Defoe's good at getting people to laugh. Even Defoe struggles to get Aaron to laugh. But I love that he laughed at it, and then it's like, oh, I love that. Like, that's a great prop. He loves to call early timeouts. You got I I think you gotta do that. So I think I'm going to do that. Devo's talked a lot about it. And I think I'm going to do that myself. (laughs) So on this Saturday, as we are a day away from the Super Bowl, the big game, 56. Got one prop that it seems like everyone is agreeing to. Brandon Lang, who we had on Thursday, was all about it. Devo's been pretty much about it. The numbers dictate, yeah, that makes a lot of sense to go for uh, Sean McVay taking the first time out. And Aaron Schatz, a numbers guy who doesn't joke around, loved it too. So I think that's a prop. We all should go in. And again, if it doesn't work, don't be mad at us. You never know. (laughs) That's why they call it gambling, not winning. But this is After Hours with D4 and Luby here on the Believe Podcast Network. One more day. I know you've heard analysis upon analysis upon analysis. We've talked a lot about it. I admit it. We have. But we try not to overanalyze things. So I figured, why not bring a guy in, Aaron Schatz, that does that for a living, Literally, he wrote, invented DVOA, which is stats. And happy that he could uh, talk about the Super Bowl from a number standpoint. I didn't get his pick. I'm letting him, you know, do that on his site. But it seems like everyone's pointing to the offensive line of the Bengals versus defensive line of the Rams. And it is such a mismatch. It feels like if the Rams get out to that lead, as long as McVay stays out of the way, which he hasn't been able to, McVay has gotten cute, called play. Passes, shotguns when they didn't need to. They went forward against the Bucks in a way they didn't need to. They were sort of weird versus the Bucs, almost lost that game. Then versus the Niners, they got down early and then they came back and it was a struggle. It feels like the Rams should jump out to a lead here. And it seems like they should be able to keep it going. We will see. I've talked about I'm leaning Rams hard. Devo's joked. Well, because everyone's leaning Rams hard, it makes me want to go the other way. One more day, and we will have a Super Bowl champion in the NFL. The NBA will probably become more of a focus, so we'll keep talking about that. And baseball, it's still in a lockout. Who knows what the heck's going on with baseball? But we'll talk about all of it in the coming future. Again, if you check us, you want to check more of us Monday through Friday, on Channel. Just Google the Defoe Show, D E F O. You can always check us out on Twitter at Defoe Show at Luby On Air. And you can check us out right here. After Hours with Yvonne Luby and the Believe Podcast Network. And like we always say, you got to believe. Hey,
0: folks, Tony Segreto here. Let me ask you a question. What do you look for when you go out to eat? Good food, obviously. Friendly atmosphere. Not too loud, but good energy. Reasonable prices and a place where you feel comfortable. All those ingredients, (laughs) no pun meant there. Trust me when I tell you, Texas Roadhouse, your restaurant, your destination, when you say, where should we go and
1: eat tonight? Recently, we realized it's not just hurricane season that can hurt us. Any time of year, things can happen to your home or business. And the insurance company can be your friend, but they also can be your enemy. Horizon Public Adjusters, Justina Testa, are here for you to help this process go so much easier before you call why go up against insurance companies alone? You can have Horizon Public Adjusters and Justina Testa on your side.
0: Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery.